The, uh, yes. Yeah, I missed that voice too. I wonder if it's a setting in here. <laughs> I decided, I usually, my, my gut instinct is not to update things. Yeah. When something asks me to update, I'm like, it's just going to break. I'm not going to do it. It works just fine now. But for one reason or another, I was like, uh, you know, let it, let it go. Run free. That's weird because I just clicked the remind me later button on uh, Audio Hijack Pro. Yeah, it's, I, I'm always remind me later. Right, right before I left, so like last week I was in Illinois. Right, right before I left, I updated my uh, my iPod, and it froze it and kind of bricked it, and I couldn't restore it. Oh no! So it was the worst possible time, you know, like oh you're going to be on a plane and on transit for like all of today, and you have nothing to listen to. So and then my computer wouldn't recognize it to restore it, so I had to. Um, Go to a, you know one of my friend's computers in in Illinois. I was able to to reset it, right? But it won't. When I tried to resync it, it doesn't have my like backup information anymore. So I'm just like manually putting everything back on it. And because most of my like apps were on, you know, were not on this computer since it's a new computer. Uh-huh. I now need to go through manually on the app store and re-download everything that I've already bought. At least it's easier now than it was before, like where you can go in and in the update page, look at a list of everything you've downloaded. Yeah, so for some reason I can't copy and paste those, though, so I can't make them into a main, you know, because it's it's pages upon, you know, I've had like an iTunes account since like 2006. Yes. So it is pages and pages and pages of them. They only show 10 per page, and I can't copy and paste them, so I can't create them, you know, put them into a big, you know, long Word document. Oh, yeah. I think just to do it all at once. This is like Apple, man. I like great, great hardware, terrible software. Yeah. Like I, I just, I hate the way they do that. Yeah. I don't like how they have made iTunes into this big, you know, cludge of like, we're, this is how we're going to do everything. When yeah. really it should just be a media player, not like your It should absolutely just be a media player and it should just operate like a hard drive, like every other media player and every other handheld device you can get. Yeah. You know, it's just they have to take so much control over what you can do and can't do with it. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, it's a big thing. Like, I, you know, I try to get my friends to, like, you know, review and, and rate podcasts and, and help out in that way. And tons of them don't use iTunes because, you know, really, why would they? You know, like, unless you want to use an iPod or an iPad or an iPhone, there's really no reason to use it as, a, like, a media player. Yeah. You know, it's just prohibitive and irritating. Yeah, and unless they're already on a Mac, in which case it is the best option for them. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't get Winamp on on here you know right that makes sense but yeah i just it was it was real frustrating and it was just really bad timing because i'm already you know trying to get a thousand things done before i leave (laughs) and just like oh come on i'm like going through like different forums you know Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to fix it and yeah everyone has a problem like tons of people have the problem with the update and it's like give me a break apple this was going to 5.1 uh yes okay yeah Yeah. come on apple yeah i always wait on those too yeah, but it was well. What happened was, and I realized this was my mistake. Ultimately, not. I mean, no, it wasn't. Like I should be able to update my thing without it breaking. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I updated it is because I had a setting wrong where I couldn't manually because it was a new download of iTunes on my new computer, and I don't sync my iPod often. I mostly just do everything on you know. I just manually manage my files because I want it to be as much like a hard drive as possible. Right. 
And, uh, but I, because of the new fresh install of iTunes, the, uh, once I had moved things onto it, they were grayed out because I didn't have like manually manage your content checked. Oh yeah. So I thought it was, an, you know, through looking through some, you know, Googling it, there was some problem where something where, you know, things were grayed out after that and they said update to the latest version. So I thought that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And of course it just, you know, bricked it. And just like I just had the little recovery mode icon and couldn't do anything else. You have a fourth gen iPod? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it has Retina. Yes. That is good. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a nice little, <laughs> you just reminding me like nice things about it. So I'm not mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. I mean, it's a, it's a nice, I like Retina. Like I like a lot of the features, but man. Yeah. No, just, no, and it's 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 about as thin as one of those as one of those devices could possibly be, too. Yeah, yeah. Not no. at all. It's funny. I mean, I I, I used to think like I, I could justify like I, I initially justified my iPhone because it was like, well, I'm searching for a job, and it would be awesome for me to be always have my, you know, always have my email with me, you know, at any mm-hmm. given time, and then. <laughs> <laughs> the second that I got a job and like the you know the normal use case for any kind of smartphone, which is like, hey, you can work whenever you want to. <laughs> yep, yep. Turned into like, hey, you can have an utter panic attack at eleven o'clock at night because this one account <laughs> go, you know, went bad. And so, <laughs> totally. totally. And so, and that's the, the one about not having a real job. Like, I've never had to take my work home in that respect. Well, and 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 like the thing is, like nobody at work expects me to do that. You no, know. it's just yeah, just Cole being in Cole's worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Cole yeah. being Cole's worst enemy. Yeah, dark you know. mirror. Exactly. Exactly. Shadow Cole. Yeah. So, so now that now that I have you know like a, a time where this could actually be a productive piece of my workflow, I I am psychologically incapable of having it fill that role in my life. If there right. was a way for me to automate where. You know, it was only on between the hours of nine thirty and five thirty, where I would only check my work email there. Then it would be fine, but it's after that where it becomes a problem. I'm surprised that hasn't. That's not an app or a thing. Um, oh man, I was thinking that's the it's the cold air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not that cold. Well, no, no. Well, no, I'm just the, the, the H.P. Lovecraft story, the cold. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the cold. Yeah, the, <laughs> yes, yes, it is, it is that cold in my, <laughs> yes. in my room. Are you, are the, you secretly the, uh, dead? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I have been this, this whole time. Wow. Yeah. To no particular end. No. Um, just, just secretly dead. Yep. That's, that's the end of the premise. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, and, and uh, yeah, that's it, that and nothing, it. and nothing. Um, and what if he was dead? You, I'm sure you've seen the um, like on something awful made fun of it in one of my favorite like front page things I've ever done. But like the H.P. Lovecraft commonplace book is what it's called. It's like his notebook where he just wrote down his one sentence premises. Okay, like he just carried around with them and just thought of ideas. And a lot of them got turned into stories, and a lot of them didn't. And uh, it's kind of incredible just to look at. Cause it's, it's really funny and overwrought and it just, you know, it's just like that. Like, you know, old man lives in room, you know, has been undying, but at what cost? And like that, like, like that's it. But the, uh, uh, something awful did, uh, Tupac Shakur's commonplace book. And it's amazing. Like, it's just like, you know, uh, niggas find dank weed that make them get maddened skills, but at what cost? Like, it's all just like, like, you know, I, it's really funny. It's totally worth, worth looking at as a something awful front page 
I'm going to look it up now just because I want to look at it again after we are done. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying um, to search for it, but it's. Uh, I, it's I will not find it for you. Itself. Please do. I will. Yeah. It's been a that while since just, I've read the front page, honestly. I, I don't really look at it either. I think video game article is sometimes really funny. Yep. Like, I like I like some of the stuff in there. They had a thing where, like, I love the patch notes thing. Like, you know, sitting down no longer causes fall damage. <laughs> like, like that, that kind of thing cracks me up. But yeah. here, here, stuff that in a bookmark. Yeah. It's rarely really good, though. Sometimes it's acceptable. Yes. But it's, it's rarely is it like, oh, well, this is good art. You yeah, know? that's true. It's like yeah, it's a lot, representation. A lot of in that uh, role-playing games is literature class, a lot of classes had a little sidebar where uh, one of the, the classmates would bring in like a big stack of books just to pass around just to kind of show off, yeah. I guess. So I got to flip through a lot of, and there was a lot of the like erotic guide to D and D, you know, erotic, you know, guide to elf fucking like all that stuff. <laughs> and it, it, that stuff is really rough. Cause sometimes it's the intersection between like, this is bad because there's areolas in it. <laughs> and this is bad because it's like really, really bad fantasy art. So it's just these misshapen, like <laughs> terrible amateur, uh, you know, fantasy war elves wearing like four links of chainmail, but with like you know just nipple slips, like multiple nipple slips, and it was it was fucking gross. And just watching this like artifact, you know, circle around the room, and just like each man in turn like have his communion with it. <sighs> it's just fucking. It's just repulsive. Like, ugh. God, give me out here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. There's like the the book of uh, the book of vile darkness. That one's pretty awful. Um, yeah. There was one. I forget, I forget what it was, but it was like it it was circulating as a PDF. It was again. It was like one of those erotic guide kind of things. And it was like, you know, I'm a I'm a teenager. You know, I'm gonna read this. Sure. Or, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's when you you turn on uh, Showtime and watch like Emmanuel in Paris. <laughs> And then just, just work that out. The second time this week that I have heard a reference to Emmanuel. <laughs> that's pretty. That's strange. It's I haven't weird, thought about Emmanuel right? in a long time, but yeah, that is weird. <laughs> no, it was on Roderick on the line. Uh, him, him, and uh, Merlin. They were talking about Emmanuel and like just kind of the uh, some of the some of the like how they how it kind of went off the rails as they went along. <laughs> like, I, like like Emmanuel like goes to South Africa, but it was like in apartheid or something. Yeah, they, 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 um, I've seen I've seen several of those movies as a, a teenage boy who liked to masturbate to cable porn, and the um, the uh, there's the 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 one the most uh, arresting image that happened to those was um, I don't remember where she she went like it was Emmanuel in something, but there's a a part where like she's having sex and it's it's really really pretty graphic, mm-hmm. like it's not you know a close up on penetration but like. It's, you know, two naked people having sex, like kind yeah. of a side view. And they kind of tilt the camera and something falls out of her vagina that looks nothing more or nothing less than like a mercury teardrop or like just like a ball bearing. <laughs> like just like just like just kind, of, just kind of comes out. And I my 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 buddy uh, Derek was over and, and we were watching it because, you know, teenage boys. I'm like, yeah. It just, you know, here, I, let me show, I gotta show you this. Um, <laughs> so, so I was watching and we just kept rewinding it and watching this little, like, you know, uh, piece of the, the T1000 just fall in and out of her, like, over <laughs> and over and over, trying to figure out what it was. And at no point could we, could we figure out exactly what it was. Be- because, like, to, to a certain extent, you, 
you 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 look at that stuff when you're a teenager for answers, right? Like, how does this work? Oh, sure, right? Yeah, you know, just kind of like it's a it's a big old mystery. Like you see you see, you see the one video in, in 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 health class where there are diagrams with a lot of like moving arrows, and then they show you in in, in our health class they said like, and here's a here's a baby being born. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh Google. god, just get you just to scare you away from you know scare yeah. you off a vagina forever. Um, wax, like sickly that? yellow wax. Ugh, man, it's uh, that without that without that was rough. But you, but but you go to that unfortunately because you know because we don't have a culture that you know teaches kids about this stuff in a healthy way. You go you go to things like Emmanuel to to you know to to learn and to have questions answered. And then when something like that happens, like out of the blue, you're like, and you're trying to go back and run the you're, you're trying to run the Zapruder film, you know, back into the right, back, back into the left. Back <laughs> not like this. Not like this. It's like, is that going to happen? Is that something I need? I need to be prepared for. Yeah, you just you just like there's just marbles in there and they just fall out. <laughs> just, the uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about it like that, like. One one thing I, I think that's probably ameliorated now because of the internet. You oh, know, any kid yeah. who's interested, they just do whatever they like. Because I mean, we could sometimes find Emmanuel, or there's this movie called The Lover that I saw a bunch of times on uh, uh, Ramblin' Rose. A bunch of these movies that taught me about all these different sex acts on uh, <laughs> on Showtime. And then the other thing that happened to me several times when I was younger, and I don't know if this is a lost generation thing, so this may have not happened to you, but like, you remember finding porn? In things like logs or behind sheds. Oh, you mean woods porn? Yeah, yeah, woods porn. Yeah, no, that lots of woodman porn. Like I find. <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely I remember that. Yeah, what a weird. That's just an experience that is never gonna, you know, never gonna happen for kids these days. Yeah, because nothing's printed. There's no hard copy anymore. Yeah. yeah. We uh, when we moved, we moved into an apartment uh, back in my hometown, and. In the, the closet, like on the very end of the lip of a, a like the back of a, a closet shelf, so very difficult to get to, um, I found a VHS porn um, that was a uh, squirting-related porn. Okay. That's named, uh, was called Phoenix Releasing. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I love. It's just like an anime attack slash like. <laughs> Phoenix releasing, <laughs> but but is that a parody a, par- a parody thing of like the Phoenix Rising or something? I I don't know. I, I I do not know. It didn't look like it had any. None of the characters are dressed up or anything like that. Okay, but I I went and put that in the woods. <laughs> like I, I I like I I was walking to work and then I walked past a park and went into the woods and just stuck it by a log and it's just like you know here you go how there how future. How old? How old was? How were you when this happened? Uh, probably like twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay, so this, this is recent. Okay. Yeah, pretty recent. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. So you're so you so you're in some ways trying to keep it alive. I'm trying. It's, it's <laughs> difficult, but, but no. it's, it's a thing. Like the internet. Like man, you know, I would watch like anything, <laughs> like vile, vile stuff. Like all the things I think are totally you know terrible now. Like all of my furry hatred and everything like that. Like. If that had been around when, when, you know, I was like 13, yeah, I would have watched it. <laughs> you know, why not? Like, I decided, yeah, I want to see that. It doesn't cost, I mean, the, 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 yes, there is a psychological cost associated with some of it, but, you know, it's you know, curiosity. You just have to look at it. Yeah. See, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, I never encountered as much Woodsborne, I think, as, you know, 
as, as maybe people before me did, but it was definitely a thing, but we were so like on the, on the cusp and on the, uh, and on the kind of the transition between, you know, like when the stuff was readily available and you know, when it wasn't Mm -hmm. that I had friends, um, friends that I'm still in contact with today, actually, um, who made money selling print offs of pornography. So they had the one friend who had a good, who had a good, you know, good printer and a good, you know, oh, good, hey. a good connection. They would go on and they would get stills and they would print them off and they would take them to school. This is like sixth, seventh grade. And, uh, they would sell them for like, you know, four or five dollars a pop, you know, like, you know, lunch money, you know, right, for, for awesome. a picture, for a still, you know, very, uh, very entrepreneurial. Yeah, totally. You know, so when you talk about that, that, uh, that cusp between the digital and and print age, um, one of my good friends, Austin, who, who's insanely talented, um, artistically, um, when he was one of the first people who we knew to have like a a computer and he made, he programmed pornographic images in QBasic using the draw line function. Really? Yeah, like he would, he would, he had these like programs and he'd pull them up and it would just draw this like really crude naked woman, but he had like, he had programmed it but using he, that function. Like, like when you, when you read tales of, um, as like haunted house or whatever that first, uh, Sierra adventure game is where they couldn't yeah. put graphics, but they just had to use draw line. Yeah. To, like put graphics, the first graphic adventure. It was like that. So he, it, so he, he was like sitting there with graph paper and like, did like, Finding out like what he need, what he needed to put in step by step in order to etch a sketch this image out. Totally, yeah, exactly. Isn't that kind of terrifying? That, so <laughs> like, much dedication. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's a it's a beautiful mind kind of thing. Like, <laughs> just, like it, it's really crazy though. How old and, was he uh, when he was doing this? Boy, um, young, like maybe like fourteen. Man, thirteen. Like, I mean, yes, I guess patience has no bounds. I I turn the house upside down looking for pornography. But yeah, absolutely. Like, know, I would have done anything. <laughs> you, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those, just one of those things. Man, being, a, a, I, I feel so weird because, like, I think about, I think about my, my, my younger half sister who, mm-hmm. you know, she was born in 1999, you know, which is, you know, a little bit, you know, a, a good deal of time after, after me. But just, you mm-hmm. know, thinking like, you know, I, I was like one of the last people to have a childhood that was untainted by regularly regularly available internet yeah yeah i don't i don't think yeah that's gonna make a a big that's gonna be different yeah so but you know i don't let let the kids do whatever like whatever (laughs) i'm fine i'll just hang out with with people my age and and roughly around age adjacent and just be afraid that younger people are going to kill me yeah, well, exactly. Like in every every once in a while, you get on a bus and it's full of high schoolers, and it just makes no sense. Like, just, who are these people? What are their values? You have nothing. <laughs> to, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh. Oh yeah. well, you're gonna clockwork orange me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Viddy well, Gary. Uh, Viddy well. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right. Man. So I think we're warmed up. Yeah, we, we recorded the extra so just in one bit in the beginning. <laughs> it's a half hour of porn talk and then bummer bummer downer ending that has like almost no redeeming qualities except for the fact that it makes people remember this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's I you know there's something in me that appreciates the perverseness of having a game this candy colored and then, you know, just being really dark at the end. Oh yeah. You know, that that's gonna appeal to me. It, it's a weird kind of thing, though. I feel like it's a little. The impact is a little unearned. 
Yeah. You know, I didn't like the characters or the world enough to care that much mm-hmm. in the end. So it was, I appreciated what it was doing and it wasn't, you know, generic, you know, it kind of, it kind of zags at the end, but yeah. it, you know, I would, if I would have enjoyed what the, the kind of stuff, not just the, the play, but the, um, the actual characters and story up to that point were a little bit more nuanced. I think the ending would have had more impact. There's a lot, there's a lot to be said for like tonal dissonance. I like, I like that a lot. Like, you know, a lot of my favorite music is that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite bands, the Eels, they, 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 they do that a lot. You mm-hmm. know, so, yeah. you know, ha- happy upbeat songs about cancer and dying, you know. Right, right. And then that's a, that's an old trick in music. That's, you oh, know, yeah. the cure. Maxwell's Silver so, Hammer. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's really well designed and it, and like it doesn't ask a lot of you. And in fact, one of the things that you could you know say as either a negative or a positive about the game. Excuse me. <laughs> so the leader of yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> One of the one of the cast. Gastro cast. Oh man. <laughs> Right. And Glado, like he's almost, he's almost cute. Like I, I like cats, and I, I just, I wish he was his. I don't know. There's something about his eyes, and how just like weird. The weird, you know, anime is 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 inspired by Disney. Um, you know, everyone knows that. And he's just his Disneyness is a little bit too much. Like his oversized hands, oversized ears, kind of floppiness, like big. You know, I don't know. There's something about it that is not very attractive to me. Yeah, you know, I, and I mean, if, if I would have seen this, if I would have been playing this and thought he was really cute and adorable the whole time, I probably would have liked it a lot more. If it wasn't just kind of vaguely annoyed. Yeah, that's true. I was just distracted by the fact that he had Pac-Man on his hat. I, I like that he had Pac-Man on his hat. I think that's a cool hat. Oh yeah, it's a great hat. I love it. I, I, I want that hat, but I was just distracted by it. Yeah, yeah. I need that hat. I I, I like that I little winking, you know, <laughs> little winking reference. Um, tiny hats. Um, winking reference to. Uh, uh, Namco's legacy. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he's uh, he's the author of his own demise. <laughs> um, this level also introduces the uh, um, the slowest babam type enemies that I've ever oh seen in a game. Gosh. Like, there's these babam things, and they just they move really slow, but it takes them forever to blow up. Like, you have to use them to blow up for some puzzles, and it just they have like five warning stations. <laughs> like, it's really crazy. Um, and it's like yeah. it's it's nerve wracking trying to get the timing right because at least with bombs the, the 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 warning time is short enough that you can get a feeling like okay one two three throw okay good but with this these pigs and that's 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 what they are they're pigs I I, I forget like you do do they blow up immediately immediately when you throw them or do they have to hit something they have to hit something okay um. And they, well, no, because they, they don't blow up then either, because there's a, the big puzzle they introduce with those is where you have to throw one towards a switch and then backtrack to the door it's going to open. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it gives you, you know, it gives you a long time, but if you're actually trying to use these to, you know, not for that puzzle, it's really, I found myself kind of panicking and throwing these things way before I needed to or avoiding them when I had a good, like, 15 seconds <laughs> of, of Peace Pig. Like, 15 seconds of Peace Pig left. Peace pig. You know, before it would turn into a pig war. Pig war. Until it turned into a war pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. That that, is I'm funny. hoping those things are called war pigs. I, I um, pray. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't pray for anything, but I pray for that. Um, oh, man. That is great. Um, 
in order to, you know, Gaston. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the rapist from uh, Beauty and the Beast. The story is real rapey. I'm not, I'm not just throwing that out there. Like there's no, this weird, is. like that uh, his little assistant is just like, you know, get her Gaston, Gaston, <laughs> get her. Yeah. Like what, get her. What does that mean? Ooh. Wait a minute. You know, Oh man, I'm glad yeah. I, I'm glad that I haven't gone back and revisited that. Um, <laughs> traumatizing, right? Because we, right. Have, we, you know, it's 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 a it's a Jack and Tyler Durden thing. You never see them interacting, and in, you know, in front of other people, right? I don't miss Bart at all. Bo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bo, uh, <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god oh. man uh, they, they just pulled pulled that out from the annals there i i pretty much agree when it comes to comes to platformer there's a couple you know a couple games i think are are fun in spite of but it would be a little bit more fun if i was controlling mario so Exactly. I mean, to a, to, to a lesser extent, Sonic, but you know, that's you know, that's just my Sega boy bias. You know, yeah, coming yeah, out. That, that, yeah. That's let's let's leave that where where, where it lies. <laughs> I, I do not like how Sonic controls. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay well, <laughs> one, one, one bit. Preserving the friendship, <laughs> one avoided topic at a time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a one lie at a time. Exactly. <laughs> For the piece of the podcast, let's <laughs> never be our true selves. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so at the end of this, you fight a, a boss called um, Balladium or Balladium. Um, there's a big flying snake, and you, hmm? I say Balladium. You know, element number sixty-seven. You know, just uh, right, right, right under no. platinum. You know, no, <laughs> yeah, platinum Balladium. Um, he's like the platinum Golems from uh, Dragon Quest. After uh, he's a Balladium Golem. Oh yeah, he's a Balladium. Yeah, and, uh, I, I was making a, a yeah. chemistry joke, but that was, no, I, I, I know. Okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so he, he's a big flying snake, and, and he, you fight him in this kind of swinging arena, and uh, he's got four glowing sides you have to hit yeah. with enemies. And I like this boss fight. It was really fun. Is, it reminded me of Star Fox. You know what? That's yeah. right. It's a little bit like fighting a Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah, because because the just targets the are pretty glowing. small, and they're glowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It was we, good. We, we it was talked a, over a super each other. fun boss fight. I think we have some lag happening. It's okay. Yeah, you're cutting out, cutting out just a little bit. Okay. Um, Sorry, let's. Uh, can, can can we redo that? Because at least on my end, I talked over you a lot. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I couldn't hear you because of the, the lag and the, the cutout. Okay, so take it from. Am I taking it from okay. Palladium? Yeah, yeah. Let's take it from Palladium. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of the puzzles, and something that we haven't really alluded to in this discussion because it's really kind of a tertiary, uh, a tertiary mechanic, um, is that you're rescuing, you know, the members of these kingdoms as you go through. Yeah. Like, they're collectibles, you know, just like in Donkey Kong, you, you know, you, you, you get the letters K-O-N-G. Um, there's no real bearing for, for, for what I understand on your performance. It's just you have six of these things that you can, you know, get at every level. Do you know if there's, if there's any kind two, of reward? Yeah, it has two effects. Two effects. Yes, okay. there, there are two effects. Yep. So one is, um, on the save screens, it shows the world map and shows the little guys and they're like kind of singing and playing like little instruments. Okay. So the song in that stage changes. So the more guys you rescue, the more fully orchestrated that song is. Okay, that's neat. 
So that's not a, a mechanical benefit, but just kind of a nice little Easter egg. If you collect all of them, you do a incredibly hard bonus level that I have only watched on YouTube and <laughs> did not even remotely get close to getting. Um, that is constant triple and quadruple enemy jumps that require, you know, crackerjack precision. Yeah. And did not sound fun to me. Um, <laughs> but the, you do get a bonus, a bonus vision if you collect all of them. Oh, okay. So you do reward it. Yeah, that makes there are also sense. coins. We they're they're gems in this. So you collect uh, ninety nine gems, you get an extra life. Yeah, they're not a, uh, and there's only one power up in the game, which is this little fairy that doubles the amount, you know, doubles the coins you're collecting for a short time. Yeah, um, a very short time, mm-hmm. and she's always kind of conveniently placed next to a uh, some kind of cache of of coin, of, yeah, like a, you know, like, gems and coins, like a line of coins or a kind of like a run of coins that you can that you can go and get. Um, and, uh, yep. that is always really generous because, you know, it's a great way to farm for lives if you are, uh, right. a hero of that persuasion. It's, it's a shame too. Like I, I'm, you know, on the record is, uh, I don't, I don't like 3d platformers very much. Like I, I really like, yeah, my platforming to be in 2d. It's way easier for me to, you know, just to play and to see where things are. Like I, the Mario galaxy games I like because they are these weird little discrete units that you can try over and over again. Yeah. And uh, they do a great job of, of uh, you know, kind of teaching you how to use that space. I've, I've never been that into Mario 64. Like, I like it, but it wasn't a, you know, a sea change thing for me. I, I feel like it's a categorically worse game in the Mario world. Like, I don't know. I, I just, it, I've never been that into that. So having this kind of callback is really appealing to me mm-hmm. um, in that way. But it's a little bit too little, a little bit too late, and a little, like, not outstanding enough. Like all of those, you know, when the genre is perspected in the the sixteen bit, you know, and eight bit eras, like those games still exist. So it's hard to recommend going back to something like this that is, you know, just doesn't have that much that much that's unique about it. Yeah, something you know? something like this, like something like Klonoa. Yeah, like okay. a little bit. Like if you if you're you know if you're if you're a fan of the genre and you're searching, you know, the same reason why you you know you played Dementium the Ward. <laughs> like it's the same reason, you know, you're a fan of that genre. Like you played the clock tower games. Yeah. Um, so you, you seek out the kind of outliers and the things that are above average, but not fantastic. Whereas, you know, whereas every, you know, every person who enjoys video games should play super Mario world and super Mario three. Yeah. Um, you know, for fans of the genre, just to throw out a terrible phrase, yeah. a stupid cliche <laughs> thing to say, like this is for fans of the genre. Right. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a, I guess it's, it's a swan song, I guess. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's the last of its kind to a certain extent, yeah. you know, just, uh, uh, in, in that, in that transition. Huh. It's a nice, easy game, which is cute and cuddly, which is so cute and cuddly. I actually threw up in my mouth just a moment ago. Can I retake that? Yeah, of course. You asked that very politely. Yes, you may. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, so let's, um, go to the deliberation uh, kingdom. Yeah, I guess we, we do that one a lot where we just go to <laughs> just put deliberation and whatever the, the name is for world <laughs> in the thing. I was trying to think of something like grabbing a deliberation enemy and double jumping into the deliberation zone or something. I okay. this is strained. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what, what would be a cool thing to, to say for this. Um, I guess like we can wake it. We, we, I, you know, Cole, this entire podcast has been a lie. <laughs> I've actually given you false memories of it. And I must and now you sing now a song of deliberation. The, you know, I'm, a sing a, I'm going to sing a song of deliberation and you're going to get sucked back into your home world okay. of Mansfield, Ohio. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, 
Oh wait, I, I thought we were going to do it. I thought we thought we were going to oh. say Cole has something to tell you. Your entire existence has been a lie. What? Oh, I did. I, I did. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it clean then. I, okay. I, that's what I thought I was doing. Oh no, I'm we'll sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were okay. sketching it for me. No, no. Uh, okay. Deliberation. It's called deliberation. Give it a jazz bites. All right. So it's like that Silver Apple song. Raw solutions. Raw solutions. Um, that's an obscure reference. Yeah, it is. The, um, <laughs> so if you, uh, uh, 